0: What's going on y'all? Welcome back to Gen Talk, a podcast geared towards having transparent conversations with transparent people. And we're talking about our church backgrounds and how that has affected the way that we do life today. And we also touch base on how those that did grow up in the church should engage with those who didn't. Let's get it rolling.
1: What's going on y'all? This is Eli and I'm here with Frank. Hey guys, you are listening to episode 03, for those of you keeping track.
0: Yes, episode 03 of Gen Talk, and I'm also here with Miss Jackie. Yes, yes,
2: yes, I'm back. What's up, everybody? So, Eli, what are we going to be talking about today?
0: Yeah, so today we're going to kind of keep it kind of light. We're actually going to talk about a little bit of our church upbringings, just Mm. the backgrounds, how we grew up in church, how the culture has shifted for us and and things Mm. like that, and and whether or not we still kind of follow the same things that we've been taught Mm. growing up as a kid or... (laughs) maybe we're a little bit different now so yeah
1: yeah yeah well before we go into that did you know i was looking at our our podcast numbers Mm -hmm. yeah and did you know that we had more views yesterday no than the new michelle obama podcast no okay but it came out today, that's why. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 so, it's for one day, milestone we we're higher than, it's still than a milestone. Michelle Obama. Uh, Michelle Obama, I know you're listening to this. Sponsor us. Please. But, come um, on the show, come on the show. <laughs> come on the show. <laughs> we have no judgment on political uh, affiliations. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I
0: mean... What what do you think, Frank? What about I don't know who you want to start with, who who's brave enough ben. to start with their uh, upbringing. This is a cool topic. Honestly. It's a, it's interesting I think I feel like it's gonna be a lot of interesting stories
1: that we're gonna hear. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I think I, I don't know, that's a Jackie start. Oh, again, wrong with Jackie first. <laughs> nah. Okay.
2: So I was born here in McAllen, born and raised and I actually did not go to Calvary first. I moved to Calvary when I was in second grade. But, yeah, my background, I was basically born into the church. I mean, as soon as my mom gave birth to me, I just, next Sunday, went to church. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I would, something that really sticks to me till this day is their good foundation in just really drilling us with, like, the basic Bible stories. And since it was a small church, like, we it was easier to learn and and we were very close we were like one close family and so that was really cool um but very different to calvary i guess you can say (laughs) well calvary is
0: a bigger church it is a bigger church church is weird yes
2: for sure so you don't know everyone as much as you would want to right um but yeah it was a smaller church and ooh the worship it would it was hymns yeah oh and honestly guys I'm so grateful that I grew up with that background because I really appreciate the hymns. Yeah. Well,
1: and for those of you that yeah. don't know, Jackie and like her family is like an amazing musician oh family. Like yeah. they can go tour and like be famous, but Aww, they chose yeah, to yeah. like stay here in the valley. <laughs> uh, the C N S bunch. <laughs> they are like for Every Christmas church conference. It's Aww. like we're just gonna throw. An orchestra concert. Oh, whatever, way. no. You know, whatever. <laughs> I play the violin, now plays the piano, and... Oh, no, now plays the cello, and Kiera plays the piano. Yeah. <laughs> they play everything at the same oh. time. And then they, like, harmonize in perfect unison. No. Nice <laughs> <laughs> propaganda. That? Just kidding.
2: Um, but yeah, like, music was a huge influence in that church, too, and we would sing a lot, Um, we had children's choir, and we would actually, my sister at like age, when she was in middle school, she would write plays for us, and then she would be like, okay, like this is what the topic is about, you're going to be this and that, and this is the message. I mean, she was only in middle school, and so, um, so I think that was pretty cool being in a small church, it was very like flexible, and yeah, and and then I moved to Calvary when I was in second grade. And ever since then, yeah, that was that was amazing. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and now I'm gonna I'm gonna jump and maybe we'll we'll talk a little bit more about details. about more more stuff that happened mm-hmm. as you grew up, maybe yeah. through your teenage years. But let, let's go with Eli. Like oh. where did you <laughs> where did you grow up? Uh
0: yeah, so I, I, I grew up definitely in, in a in a different setting than I am today. My, my So my, my grandfather was a pastor, and then he moved to the United States. Then he worked and worked and got the rest of my family over here, my dad and his brothers and sisters and all that. And he pastored a church that was predominantly Pentecostal, right? So mm-hmm. I grew up Pentecostal roots, but also Assemblies of God. So we were in a Pentecostal church or an Assemblies of God church the whole time, and that's the way I grew up. And then as our family kind of started, I guess— um, dispersing to different areas we started going to like a non-denominational church quote-unquote right because even non denominationals they heavily rely on specific denominational Mm -hmm. practices and doctrines and so but then when I came to college everything kind of shifted I was on my own and and wanted to learn for myself what what I believed and, and whether or not it what I was reading was true and things like that I mean I grew up with the uncle who would run around with the christian flag and, and dancing and, and tambourines <laughs> and go. it was a party every day <laughs> and now oh, you I, had and the tambourine lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had, <laughs> and they were like it like they were jocks so if you could compare like like <laughs> <laughs> like 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 the church it's like tambourines like they're the cheerleaders i'm sorry like they're the popular and then like if you're a musician you're like a jock oh, okay. and then there's like the bible guy who's like with the glasses and stuff, <laughs> it was like the actual. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> really, really, really important. <laughs> but that—that but was, that was kind of my upbringing. Music was also a big part of my life, and yeah. and, and and but things have definitely changed as I've gotten older, and mm. and now I come to Calvary, right? Obviously, and but I'm, I'm I'm very blessed. I will never be ashamed of my roots, where it mm. came from, mm-hmm. you know. And and we could talk about later about some of the discussions I have with my parents and little things like that, but. yeah. But yeah, it's been a definitely, it's definitely been a, a journey, you could say. So yeah. that's that's a little bit of me.
1: Yeah, and then for me, I grew up, I was also like Jackie born into the church. Mm-hmm. I literally like, we're born, and the next day I was in the nursery. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, the newborn is there. Um, but I grew Play up Jesus in, in the nativity scene. Yeah, I grew up in the <laughs> traditional Baptist, Baptist church. Uh, Hispanic, you know, it's Hixsony uh, Baptist in, in McAllen, and that's where I grew up. I have a lot of—it's uh, funny now. Nowadays, I have a lot of friends and family, or my parents' friends that I see now, and I'm like, wow, like you carry me, mm. you know. Like mm. Real, Uh she taught me piano when I was eight, mm. you oh, wow. know, and which really, really impacted the rest of, of my life. Right now, yeah, I, sure. I hope with worship and and I love music. Uh, but I grew up traditionally Baptist, Hispanic church, very conservative. Uh, at about, you know, when I was a teenager, we went to to a non-denominational church, to Semilla, which was right next door, uh, oh, Examine, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and there I spent my my teenage years. And it was a church that really pushed. Um, a lot to know the Bible, which really yeah. impacted me and and just taught me verses and memorization and, mm-hmm. and a lot of good qualities that, that I needed. Uh, and then also, they had a huge worship team, and it, it kept on pushing that love for music. Yeah. Um, and then, let me see, I grew up. We After that, I, I started dating Saida, and we started working at smaller churches mm. uh, in youth ministry. And I really started working in, in the youth ministry with her was because I liked her and I wanted to to date <laughs> her. Uh, that's, <laughs> the to it, that's the way to do it, man. That's the way to do it. But I'll never admit this. So if she asked, she probably didn't re- listen to the podcast. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, we did that, and we were youth pastors a, for about eight years. You know, we ended up getting married sometime between all of that, and and now we are here at Calvary as as a college minister. So that's a little bit of my. Church background. My dad is a Spanish pastor at a church right now. Um, my my in laws serve here at Calvary, but Saïda's grandparents and and just family and, and uncles are also pastors and stuff like that. So we come a lot from like a very Christian foundation throughout you mm-hmm. know throughout yeah. our, our childhood. It's yeah,
0: I, I think well, one thing that I'm curious is that, and I don't know if you guys have had that experience where you you're most of your family grow up like that right grows up like that and Mm -hmm. you have cousins and uncles and aunts and then in my experience some of them don't necessarily follow anymore Mm -hmm. they're they're not and it's and it's it's strange for me to see that because I'm like I remember my entire family going to church together like cousins uncles aunts and and now it seemed like when my grandfather passed away it just kind of fluttered out. Yeah. Do you you all have that kind of same experience too?
2: That's so interesting that you mentioned your grandfather because when my grandfather passed away, it was kind of like that on my dad's side. Mm. Um, And so, and mind you, my grandfather was a pastor in the Philippines too. Um, Mm. He pastored very young, you know, and, and he went to seminary and my grandma too. I mean, they went church hopping and um, and so, yeah. But when he passed away, um, they started. Yeah, I mean, they still go to church, but I guess like it's just the it's just different. Yeah, mm. yes.
0: Yeah. And and it, it kind of makes me think, like, because we were so tight, man. Like, it's so it it still kind of so makes close. me sad today. Yeah, like our family was. I'm talking about like barbecues every other weekend mm. like at somebody's yeah. house and sleeping over at her cousin's and this and that and, uh-huh. and doing dumb things and and then <laughs> again it just kind of fluttered out and it kind of makes you wonder what was the reason why we were together was it you know because of, of my grandpa or was it because we genuinely loved Jesus and wanted to be a part of a church family things like that yeah. so it's it's been kind of weird for me but
1: I know whenever um there's a joke in, in, in youth ministry or just in church that sometimes some of the hardest kids are the <laughs> kids of pastors or the kids of deacons. Um, and, and sometimes they are just because they, they kind of grow up in, mm-hmm. in this church all the time. And it kind of, you know, it, it just there's a line that they, it doesn't exist between family and church and, and just combination, especially if your pastor, if your dad's the pastor. And I feel that that sometimes has people that kind of drift away, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. just because they want. You know, we've, I've been doing it for so long, and and I, I just want to do something else. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, I I I know a lot of them that now they are pastors. You know, the kids became and grew up and they're serving and they're pastors. Uh, and and I don't know. I think it's just. I don't think necessarily it's a church thing. I think it's more of a family mm. Good, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think it's also really interesting, just you know, just how it is, you know. So if you guys know any any pastors' kids, or we call them PK <laughs> PKs, that's P-Ks. Right, yeah. that's what we call them, uh, yeah, and deacon kids are DKs. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of that nah, one. Never <laughs> <heard> of that <laughs> uh, trademark it right now, DK. but You okay. know, if you have friends that are that, you know, just think about like for us, you know, even though my dad's a pastor now, he I, he wasn't when I was younger. You know, so my brother has more, my little brother has more of this, like, PK experience Mm. rather than me. Um, But I think about it like we come to church and we're involved and everything, but then we go back home to our families that don't necessarily deal with everything that church deals with every day, Mm. you know? And and then there's there's kids that, their dad's a pastor or or whatnot, you know? And, And when they go home, they're still seeing what they, what the dad has to deal with at with the church you know mm. and that can be good or it can also sometimes bring hurt to to the family uh you know you see things that that people are mean and rude and and just unfortunate things happen but you know going back and moving forward with uh, with this question my question to you guys is how has like just growing up i guess most of us we grew up in in church we were christians we were not people that didn't know anything about god until you know we since we were little we were taught how has that impacted where you are today, you know, or or what you chose to study yeah, uh, or or what you're doing right now? Hmm. Or just how has that impacted you, Eli, Jackie, or me too? You know, you guys can go.
2: (laughs) Well, I guess, like, for me, just I'm so fortunate, I can say, that I've always had someone in my life to really pour out love, you know, and care for my life and so being in a community that seeks my my who wants to invest in my like how my relationship is with the lord even when i was in rebellion you know the fact that they were able to do that in the middle of that and after following up like um it just shows that like there are people that that love because God loves them. And so I was so impacted with that that now in my personal life I realize wow, like not only do they need to keep doing that in my life, but because I've experienced that I can I can do that for others as well. So I never did I think that I would be in some sort of ministry serving in the young adults, serving in the youth and children. I mean Dude, like when I was a kid, I was so shy, <laughs> like so shy. And here I am talking in the microphone, right? You know, <laughs> just God has been so faithful. And I've just been really blessed with the community that was just very, you know, faithful in that sense. And so um, because of that, it grew in me this desire to just just pour into other people's lives with this hope that I, you know, I was introduced to, which is Jesus Christ. So yeah, never. Honestly, guys, never did I think I would be like doing these types of things. But no. yeah.
1: What about you, Eli?
0: Well, it's funny because I I was kind of like the rebellious kid in my family. So I have a <laughs> young, <laughs> I have a younger brother. The guys, he
1: likes the Dallas Mavs. So oh we're man, for him.
0: everything Dallas. Luke, everything Dallas, Texas. <laughs> uh, I'm a little hurt because the Rangers are doing really bad right now. But. <laughs> It's okay, Jesus. Jesus is my everything. My identity lies in Him. Okay, so <laughs> not, in the, reminder, not in the not in the maps, but they're right there. Um, no, no, no. My, I, I was a rebellious kid, so I, I, and I was also the firstborn, so things are different. I think when you're the firstborn.
2: Oh man, I always forget that
1: the first son.
0: I'm the, the- first son. I have my dad's name. <laughs> I am. I am the one who's next on the throne. <laughs> so
1: I was watching. I was watching <laughs> Thor Ragnarok yesterday, and it's like. Son of Odin, the first son, <laughs> and then his sister shows up, who's older, Helena, and she's like, "I'm the firstborn," and it's like, "Oh, <laughs> dang!"
0: Anyway. there are, there are perks to being the firstborn, but then there are not. Like, who's I'm definitely, I'm definitely the favorite, and I know my my brother and my sister hate that, but it's just <laughs> my my brother is no. a. Fu- if you meet my brother, <laughs> Frank, he's the, the, the funniest. I'm the eldest. <laughs> oh. He's the funniest guy you'll ever meet. And my Your brother. And I always tell him, and, and it's okay, so don't get shocked. I always tell him that he was an accident because we we're we're ten months apart. And if you do the math, <laughs> there's no way that they planned for my brother. It just it doesn't make sense. So my brother says that that my parents had me and they celebrated too much, and then my brother came out. <laughs> and and that's what happened. So But but my brother's hilarious. I love my brother. But anyway, back back to the point. I was a rebellious kid. I did what I wanted to do. Uh, but because I grew up in this very conservative and also kind of a strict household mm-hmm. i mean the bible was definitely a big part of my life so when i came to college it was still a core inside of me but the thing that's that's different for me now because i do feel like y'all kind of stayed in the same denomination so to mm-hmm. speak or the same yeah and i haven't and that has caused a lot of i mean discussions arguments really with mm-hmm. with my dad and things like that but you know we're we're totally cool now you know we're, we're we're he's my dad I love my dad for those of you who don't know me I just I love my dad but but that has led <laughs> that has led to to also this desire to to do ministry as well yeah because I have seen what what, what Jesus has done for me and let me tell you I again same thing with Jackie I would have never have thought that right now I'd mm-hmm. be you know doing ministry or working in ministry and and yeah. I'm in seminary and it's like like what in the world but be, and but because of that I also understand that. My upbringings influenced that, but my decision to also follow in those steps of my upbringings. Because, we again, we talked about it last week. Many people are going to the church, and some young adults are leaving.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? So my decision to stay within that and to learn and grow about that has led me to not only, you know, to follow Jesus more, but has led me to do ministry. Yeah. And again, you know, Pentecostals, Baptists, you know— yeah, there are differences um, doctrinally, theologically speaking. I, I don't know. I, I, I do think personally, me speaking, it is important to to identify in terms of, of, of what you believe specifically, right? And I don't want to turn this into a theological talk show right, by any means. But it's just for me personally, because we're talking about my story, that really impacted me. That really led me to do something that none of my you know none of my siblings wanted to do right was mm-hmm. to dive in and you know and and kind of be a nerdy about <laughs> christian and about the christianity and about the bible yeah so but but now yeah i'm doing seminary and i'm and i'm just i'm just following i'm doing one step at a time really that that's 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 pretty much it but but i'm again i'm so grateful for my upbringings i'll never be you know ashamed or insecure about where i came from and so and I still consider them, of course, Christians and things like that. But we just do things a little bit differently. Yeah. So.
2: Was it also a small church?
0: It was. Yeah? Okay. So it everyone, was sm- like, knew everyone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was such a big <laughs> – my dad would tell me stories of how, like, his parents would send his brother mm. or sister with him when he would go on a date with my mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to Waterbury with – like, my, my, my dad would go to Waterbury with my mom and they'd send somebody, like, with them. Or he'd always have to keep watch because it's a PK the hermanos and hermanas, the brothers and sisters, right, are always watching, and they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> and then you hear, Papa. "Oh, hermana, Proposal viste deposits. a? Viste hermano al <laughs> que se anduvo con Ruth? No, 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 no. Sabe el pastor o no? Like it's like, my dad's like twenty-four-seven uh, being watched, right? So I didn't have it as bad as him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But Anyway, I digress. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I um, it's funny because. My mom used to pray for me to be a minister, for me to be a pastor when I was, like, a teenager. (laughs) And I would be like, Mom, stop praying for that. (laughs) 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 Like, why? (laughs) Don't. Like, don't. And she would pray, you know. And and, and I was always like, no, I'm never going to be in ministry. You know, God is good and everything. But, like, I'm going to do whatever, you know. Mm. And here I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all of us you, you know all of us it. you know and, and it's, it's it's i'm thankful for for my mom and my dad's prayers i'm thankful for just um just their willingness to to put these like christian foundations that they didn't have you know they learned when they were like in their 20s that's when they met god and everything mm. um but because of that you know i kind of had like this like okay I, this is where i was standing. And this is where I'm gonna go. And and I think it's really impacted me in, in everything that that I do. Um, you know, from who I was gonna marry to who, where even what, what job I was gonna do and, and and I think it's 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 crazy how that, you know, twenty years ago I would have never dunked that just what my parents were doing we were already going to be impacting me just because of of their willingness to put Christ as the center and as the foundation of 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 their life and then and then of our lives you know as, as our as their kids um and then i was going to ask you guys you know we've grown up in church you know i i think it it, it affected even decisions on why you wanna work with with the church mm-hmm. or in ministry who what roommates you're gonna have eli uh you know like you live with with beto and and Jesse, who's my number one fan is <laughs> listening to this podcast, <laughs> I'm sure, but you know and now with jacob mm, and mm-hmm. and he can be my number two fan, but uh <laughs> of tyron, but yeah. uh yeah, like you know even like and I think about it too, you mm-hmm. know like i i didn't when I was. When I was looking for girls, no. When I saw Saida, like <laughs> I, she was a good, strong Christian woman. You know that I was like, okay, like, like she can really help me <laughs> do better. You know, I don't know if I'm gonna help her do better, but uh, she doesn't have to know that until we get married. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and she married me, and now make it till you make uh, it, and now you. Now she loves me. Sarah. No, no, she wouldn't. She would. She would sniff me out yeah. real quick. But, um, you know, I I think how has that my question is going to be like, okay, for those of you that for those of those that did not grow up with these Christian Mm. bases, like, what would you say to them? You know, this young adult that might be listening to the podcast and it's like, well, that's nice, but I didn't have any of that. You know, I I, I didn't but like my parents didn't go to church or I was in a completely different religion. Like yeah. and and now that I'm in 20 or 18 or 19, I finally am getting a little bit of a glimpse of, of what God is, what Christianity is, you know. What cool. would you say to them, <laughs> you know, when it comes to their upbringings and and now?
0: You know, it's uh, first of all, I would say I'm so sorry, because I am guilty of of definitely, you know, when you when you first meet a brother or sister in in Christ you don't know how long they've been a christian you don't know how long they've surrendered they've they've been surrendered to jesus and you automatically assume that they know things that that we know because we grew up in the church mm-hmm. and and sometimes and i'm and i'm guilty of this it, I, we look down upon like people without even knowing it like what you don't know samson this or you don't know this bible story or yeah and 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 oh man it hurts me cuz i've been there and i've seen their faces where it's like like they're kind of like Oh no! Like I don't want to speak up anymore. I don't want to. Mm. So first of all, let me say I'm so sorry. I apologize on behalf of Christians who do do that. Mm. But but second of all, I would say it's okay. Don't you're not a second class Christian. Mm-mm. You're not a second class, uh, you know, son of uh, of God or daughter of God. You're not a second class anything, right? You once you surrendered to Jesus, it's our duty as a church to edify each other. Okay. And so just because you didn't grow up Christian, just because you didn't grow up in a household with, with parents who knew Jesus or loved Jesus doesn't make you any less of a follower of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And so, and, and I've been privileged and blessed to see people come to Christ, mm. right? I mean, throughout my college years, I've seen so many people come to Christ and I've seen them grow. And now they're doing ministry better than me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and I'm so happy to see God use them. And so that is a proof. That's just proof that, that it doesn't matter that you grew up in a Christian household. What matters is once you surrender to Jesus, what you do after that. So I, I would say that. That's, that's what I would say to that, to that uh, young adult or Christian. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Man, I'm so grateful that God is the God that will respond to you at whatever age you, you are, mm-hmm. really. And so whether you, I mean, if you didn't grow up in the Christian church, I would say it's okay because, I mean, what's important is now, right now, and the fact that God can change your heart right now is the most important thing. You know, he's already forgotten about the past right now. He forgot about the past, and what's important to him is your heart right now, and and. And yes, he wants to grow your your relationship with him. But it's okay if you don't know like the basic fun- fundamental like Bible stories, mm-hmm. because once you have that heart change, your heart will have like that desire to want to mm-hmm. know yep. more, and you'll grow that desire um, with that head knowledge. So it'll it'll sink in um, together. But it's okay if if um, you're new to the faith. Like the cool thing is that, like, like what matters is your relationship with God right now. And there's a community that is eager to help you grow from that point and onward. And, yeah. And also, I have to say, you know, even us, I mean, me, I grew up in the church. And I, like, I would say I fell back in my faith for uh, one point. So even in that sense, mm-hmm. like, it happens, Right. But when I had that moment with God where he changed my heart, he grew that desire um, in my heart to know him. And so I think that's ultimately what's important. What matters to God is your heart. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I know, man, like, it's kind of like we're talking about, like, that your past doesn't matter and, and how you grew up, especially for those that, that didn't grow up with these christian foundations um which reminds me of second corinthians five seventeen. Mm. you know therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come yep. the old has gone the new is yeah. here mm. yeah you know, that's the niv version um <laughs> i can do the message version but, <laughs> <laughs> but my, no okay uh <laughs> james <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no therefore <laughs> old bad new good uh, <laughs> message but, man. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's an emoji version, right? Of the oh, like, my goodness. No. Yeah, no. It's pretty cool. I'm scared of you. Gen Z. Uh, Are you serious? They, they got it. Yeah. Google oh. it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, like, I think going back to what Jackie was saying, like, even the ones that did grow up, even us, that we did, we did grow mm-hmm. up in, in, in the church and mm-hmm. for a while, I think yeah. many of us, we can share that later, you know, had these stories of, like, man, as a 17-year-old. If you go back and look oh at, my goodness. at what I was doing, <laughs> I probably wasn't a great uh. Christian example to other people. They wouldn't even know I was Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they'd be like, You're Christian? What? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's gone too. You know, even for us. You know, we're a new creation, the old has come the old is gone, the new has come. And and what I love, I see my parents' story, like they they were in their twenties, 20s, their 20 somethings when they accepted Christ. You know and, and they they grew up extremely catholic that was their their religion um and when they did that they were kind of like shunned by their family but now you know 20 30 years later i don't even know how old i am 30 30 years later um you know now my grandparents know christ and now uncles know christ and it's just because they were faithful from then on you know and, and mm-hmm. i think it's really important for us as young adults you know, that for us to be faithful That's now so yeah. and we don't know who, because of our faithfulness, obviously yeah. like I think of my kid, mm-hmm. you know, but it could also be other family members. It mm-hmm. could be our parents and mm-hmm. they don't know Christ or our brothers or sisters or, or, or whatnot. Yeah. So, um, I know we want to wrap it up, Yeah. but I don't know if you want to add anything. Eli, no, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> I think
0: really quick, I love what you said that, that we have to continue, right? That they, these people who also didn't grow up right in the church now have an opportunity to share to their families, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that today. Yes, mm-hmm. we have friends that are that have been a Christian for maybe two years and are now sharing with their family. So just just wanted to yeah totally. And, and for that. the ones
1: that did grow up in the church, it's important for us not to be complacent about yes. growing Ooh. up in the church. Fire, you know, it, mm. God doesn't have grandchildren, you know, he only has children. So mm. just because your dad or your mom mm. or your grandpa are Christians doesn't mean that you automatically inherit that. Mm. Uh, preach that. Uh, so good. Preach it. So Y'all write just that throwing down. that out there. Uh, tweet about it uh, and then sponsor us and tell Michelle Obama to sponsor us too. But Frankie's Venmo. Once again, Frankie's Venmo is... <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> I wonder if I put that, if like I would just randomly get money. <laughs>
2: do it right?
1: just, you just see like
0: whoa I got a thousand dollars today whoa, whoa. crazy invested in Tesla invested in Tesla well thank you guys so much for listening we, we do want to wrap this up and once, once again we're just again a few few people here just coming to the table and just trying to be transparent just sharing whatever's in our hearts and our minds and we'll continue to dive into this more we could definitely dissect more about a lot of things that we talked about today but Just another reminder, you can follow us at cbc.youngadults, right, on Instagram, cbc.youngadults. And once again, we do have an email, ask.gentalk at gmail.com, ask.gentalk at gmail.com. Please send us questions, comments, or anything you want us to talk about. Money. (laughs) Send us money. And we did him. pay our producer. <laughs> oh yeah, we already got our first invoice from Garnetti Productions. Oh, yeah, guys, and it's, pray for us. It's and, more than we thought. And we pray for his heart. Pray for the stimulus. <laughs> pray for the stimulus check to come <laughs> quickly, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. 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 Alrighty, have yeah. a good one.
2: Bye guys. Thank you.